Hello, welcome back to Ask a Monk. Today's question um, is on whether I think that there is more suffering in America, this is the question, uh, where it is almost impossible not to find food and I guess because we've, or they, people in America have developed uh, their society or more suffering in a tribal society? This is the question. So, um, first of all, I'd like to sort of expand the question because I think the, the important point is whether, uh, not, not whether America uh, now or America when it was owned by the, uh, the Native American or First Nations people is better. The question is whether it's um, there's more suffering to be found in a society with technological advancements and um, uh, you know politics and government and roads and cars and computers and iPods and so on, or whether there is more suffering in a um, a lifestyle that is simple, uh, unrefined, um, unadvanced, and unorganized, organized on a, sim on a level similar to a tribe. And it's a difficult question, but um, why it's difficult is because I think there's merits to both sides. I mean, I want to be able to say that material advancement in some way um, heightens people's um, ability or, or interest in things like science, things like um, uh, objective uh, investigation and, and, and analysis and so on. I mean, the education side of things, I want to be able to say that that's a good thing in to some degree. But I think um, given the choice, I would have to say that there's probably less suffering to be found in a less advanced society. And I think we have to advance this beyond the tribal societies of, say, North, North America in, in, in olden times. Now um, there are still some tribal societies, but not really to the extent that you would have found some time ago. Because I think uh, this is a rather limited sort of uh, way of looking at things. There are many societies or cultures or groups of individuals, groups of people living in the world who are living in, in limited technological advancement and, and so on. Um, I've, I think living in, in uh, Thailand and living in Sri Lanka, I've been able to see some of these groups. I mean, Thailand, for example, is quite advanced in, in many ways, but in the villages, uh, in the countryside, you'll still find people who are very technologically behind and living in fairly unorganized manners in, in terms of political structure and so on. Um, and, and here in Sri Lanka, even more so, um, you don't see the uh, impact of, of modern society to such a great extent as uh, you would in the West. And I think um, beneficially, um, 
at least to some extent, that it has allowed people to be free from some of the sufferings. So, stacking up the sufferings, I think the obvious suffering that was pointed out in the question is uh, living in a, an, a, a tribal society or an uncivilized quote-unquote society. Uh, it's going to be more difficult to find food and I don't really think this is um, that big of a deal. In fact, I probably would care to wager that in North America it was a lot easier to find food before uh, technology came into uh, effect and now the food quality has gone down and people have to work harder for it and so on. Uh, I would say, but anyway, uh, that's maybe a bit speculative. But uh, the the real suffering I think that comes, uh, what, what's being pointed here, pointed to here is the you know, lack of, um, of of amenities. You know, living in in rough uh, conditions, having to put up with insects, having to put up with uh, leeches, having to put up with snakes and scorpions, having to put up with mosquitoes, because you don't have screens on your windows or you don't have uh, the technology to prevent um, these things, having to put up with limited medical facilities and so on. There are a lot of sufferings that come um, with living in a simple manner, and I think um, I think it's fair to point out that you know the monastic life is is um, by its nature the Buddhist monastic life is is of a sort of simple um, life, and as a result, there is a certain amount of suffering. This is why I think there's an interesting question and why I'd like to take some time to answer it. Uh, because I have to personally go through some of the sufferings that you know the villagers here even have to go through, um, perhaps even more so than they have to go through. Uh, I might be going through some of the um, sufferings that you might expect from a tribal society uh, because I you know for me, food is limited. I only eat one meal a day, so you could say that's somehow similar to the suffering that is um, brought about by having to hunt for your food, not knowing where you're going to get your me next meal, not having a, a farmland or a grocery store or money that you can uh, easily access these things with. Um, and having to put up with limited medical facilities. But I think um, the, the real key here is that, or the, the, a real good way to to answer this question is to point out the fact that so many people undertake this lifestyle on purpose and voluntarily. And why would they do it if it was just going to lead to their suffering? And I think that's a question that a lot of people ask. Why do people decide to live in caves and, and wear you know, uh, robes, you know, a single set of robes, etc., uh, etc., et eating only one meal a day, putting up with all of these difficulties? And I think it's because it's a trade-off. Um, you, you, if you, if you give up, um, or if you want to be free from all of the stresses and um, all of the sufferings that are on the other side of the uh, of, of the fence, then you have to. You can't expect to have all the amenities. I mean, they go hand in hand. The sufferings on the other side of a technical, technologically advanced society are the stresses of having to work a job, uh, you know, nine to five job, the stresses of having to think a lot, of having to deal with people, crowds of people, having to deal with traffic, having to deal with the complications that come with technology, 
like how, like fixing your car and and, and you know uh, your house and 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 all of the laws and having to deal with laws and lawyers and and people suing you and and so on. There is a huge burden of stress, having to be worried about thieves, having to be worried about um, crooks, not, not, not crook, but people cheating you, uh, having to be worried about your boss, your co-workers, your clients, and so on, and, and a million other things. I mean, no matter what work you, you apply yourself to in an advanced society, there are more complications, and as a result, more stress, and as a result, more suffering. Uh, so I think the the, the trade-off there is quite uh, worth it in in my mind uh, because I'd like to you know the answer for me is is quite clear because having put up with all of these sufferings of having to have mosquitoes bite me and and, and who knows what bite me um, and having to put up with leeches and, and 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 you know the worries that I have to put up with worrying about you know, stepping on a snake worrying about that four-foot lizard down uh, below me and the monkeys crapping on my head and so on. Uh, I really don't feel uh, upset or, or affected by these things. They're physical, a physical reality and they're much more physical than they are mental. Uh, I feel so much more at peace here living in the jungle which you know might look peaceful but is actually quite dangerous and, and, and you know, keeps you on your toes in many ways. Uh, even during meditation, you have to. You know, there's these little bugs that you can't even see them. They're worse than mosquitoes, and they bite you. Uh, but it's not. Uh, it's not a stress for me. Not in the same way as uh, living in, say, the big cities of Colombo, Bangkok, Los Angeles. The stresses that's involved there, um, you know, is, is an order of magnitude greater. So. Uh, I'm not sure if this exactly answers the question, but this is how I would prefer to approach it. I think um, there's far less stress to be had from a simple, simple lifestyle um, because the, the, um, you know, the stresses are much more physical than they are mental, and uh, the, the, the mental stress is, is, is far less. Another thing about living in a simple society, in a, a simple lifestyle, is uh, that it's much more in tune with our programming um, physically. I mean, we're still very much related to the monkeys. And so this kind of atmosphere uh, jives with us, seeing the trees. Why people go to nature and they feel peaceful all of a sudden is because of how, it's not because there's anything special there, it's because of what's not there. Um, there there's nothing jarring with your experience, no horns blasting, no bright lights, no, one, no beautiful pictures catching your attention, no ugly sights and so on. It's very peaceful, very calm, very um, n natural, right? I mean, that's, that's why we're here. And I think you'll find that in a traditional society. Um, so, I think, um, and I think this is borne out by the Buddhist teaching, it's borne out by the examples, um, obviously, of, of those people who have ordained as monks. There was a story in the Tipitaka, in the Buddhist teaching, that we always go back to, I think in the commentaries, actually. I'm not sure. Um, well, at least it's in the commentaries. About this king, a relative of the... No, a king who, who, who became a monk, Mahakapina. And after he became a monk, he w would sit under this tree. He used to be a king, right? So after he became a monk, he would sit under a tree and go, 
Aho sukhang, aho sukhang, aho sukhang, which means, oh, what happiness, oh, what bliss, oh, what happiness. So you might say he was he was actually contemplating the happiness, just looking at it and examining it, in much in the same way that we say to ourselves, happy, happy. But the monks heard him saying this and, and remarking this, and uh, they took it the wrong way. They took it to mean he was... For some reason they took it that he must be thinking about his kingly happiness. He was remembering, oh, what happiness it was to be a king. And so they took him to the Buddha and the Buddha asked him, you know, what, what was it? And he said, no, when I, was, uh, when I was a king, I had to worry about all of these stresses and concerns. My life was always in danger of assassination. I had all this treasure that I had to guard, all these ministers that I had to manage and, and, you know, to stop from cheating me and all the people who would come to me with their problems and all the laws I had to enforce and so on and so on. And I have none of that now. Now I have this tree, three robes, my bowl, my tree. And uh, this is the greatest happiness I've ever known in my life, he said. So there's uh, a story to, to go with this question. I think one final note is that Regardless of the answer to this question, whether um, there's more suffering in either one, I think the point is that whatever lifestyle you can undertake, um, not that has the least amount of suffering, but which has the least amount of unwholesomeness involved in it, that is the best lifestyle. So for those people you know, who might be discouraged then by the fact that they have to live in a technolo technologically advanced society as a Buddhist and they feel like they should be living in the forest, um, I don't mean to say that there's anything wrong with living in the city. I've lived in Los Angeles. I've gone on alms round in North Hollywood and in places, uh, you know, in, in Bangkok, in Colombo. I've gone, I've lived in these places in, in fairly chaotic and stressful situations. But the point is to live your life in such a way that is free from unwholesomeness. And this is where um, it, the question gets interesting because many tribal societies are involved in what Buddhists would call great unwholesomeness. Uh, their way of lifestyle is hunting, uh, as an example. And though they do it to, sur you could say, to survive, uh, it's it's by nature uh, caught up with these, you know, states of cruelty, states of um, of, of anger, and uh, delusion. And as a result, it 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 keeps them bound to the wheel of life that they're going to have to take turns with the deer they people you know this is what the first nations people believe um they still believe that you know you take turns i i hunt the deer this life and in the next life i'm the deer and they hunt me and so on there there are these kinds of beliefs and this is really in line with the buddha's teaching so i mean if you're fine with that having to be hunted every every other life lifetime or every few lifetimes then so be it but this isn't the this from a Buddhist point of view. This isn't the way out of suffering. It's because there's a lot of suffering. I mean, tribes, of course. Then there's tribal warfare, and and, and you know they're not free from all of this, and we're not free free from it on the other side. Us living in in technologically advanced societies, so living in Canada, I wasn't uh, you know free from these things. I was hunting as well. Didn't need to, but I went hunting with my father. Um, you know, we engage in a lot of unwholesomeness in in, in uh, advanced societies. So uh, that's the most important. You can live in a city, you can live in nature. The reason why we choose to live in nature is, I think, uh, overall, 
you know, the, the amount of peace that you have is the one side, but there's also a lot less unwholesomeness, that you're free from having to deal with, um, you know, other people's unwholesomeness and having to uh, see all these beautiful, attractive sights, wanting to get this, wanting to get that, um, being annoyed by people, being upset by people. So you're able to um, focus much clearer on the very core aspects of existence, you know, what, what really is reality, without having to be get caught up in unwholesome mind states of stress and addiction and, and, and so on. And I think that's clear. I think being here in the forest is much better for my meditation practice than being uh, in the city. But in the end, it's not the biggest concern, and uh, I'm not afraid to live in the city if I have to, because uh, for me the most important is to continue the meditation practice and to learn more about my reactions and my interactions with the world around me. And sometimes that can be tested by suffering. Um, Again, the Buddhist teaching is not to run away from suffering, it's to learn and to come to understand suffering. When you understand suffering, you'll understand what is really causing suffering. That it's not the objects, it's your relationship and your reactions to them. Your attachment to things being in a certain way and not being in another way. Your attachment to the objects of the sense and so on. When you can be free from that, it doesn't matter where you live, whether it be in a cave or in an apartment complex. So. There's the answer to your question. Thanks, and have a good day.